Welcome to Music City Horror. Uh, we have a mini episode for you today. Uh, we recently interviewed uh, Anne Height, who is one of the stars of an independent horror movie called uh, Annika, which is currently on Amazon Prime. Um, so this uh, the interview didn't take up enough time to fill up a whole episode, so we're just releasing it as kind of a bonus um, episode. So um, the interview will be coming up next, right after the break. <laughs> All right, so tonight we have a special guest uh, with us tonight uh, doing an interview. Um, she's most recently been in the um, the horror, I don't know if you'd call it a short or it's a little bit longer than a short, but a horror film. It's called Annika. Um, I just saw it on Amazon Prime um, and um, she reached out to us and you know asked if we could do an interview, talk about the show or talk about the movie and we'll talk about some other stuff concerning her career so we would like to welcome to the show miss ann height well thank you so much for welcoming me i'm excited to be here no problem thanks for doing the uh our, our time zones are weird because a lot of the people in the business are on the west coast and we're in the cent- uh, central time so those people okay. off. so appreciate you being uh, flexible with us so um first question we usually do just kind of a softball question um how did you get your start in the business um have you been doing it a long time recently like what's what's some of your background with them well start off when i was a child i used to play i used to pretend i was producing tv shows and commercials and additionally playing with my dolls but um what actually happened in terms of acting is last year i went to a friend's birthday party of all things and she has her own tv talk show Hmm. she says oh i'd love to have you as a guest on my show same party this guy approaches said oh i think you'd be perfect for this movie i'm working on this independent film i'm like sure just give me the information about the movie great all of a sudden from 2017 on i've been offered several different film roles they're not all horror films some of them are some of them aren't and they're all very interesting. And I've been on a guest on TV show and on radio, also internet radio. And so, um, most recent film I'm, I'm in, I'm also co-producing as well. Wow! Oh, that's so exciting! Yeah. <laughs> I'm very excited. Yeah. Yes. Well, this this ties in because um, February was Women in Horror Month, and we. We miss getting you on in February, but um, I mean that's that's pretty awesome. And you're acting, producing, you know, TV shows. I mean that's that's a that's pretty good. <laughs> well, and coincidentally, February is my birthday month too. Nice. Very nice. <laughs> Thank you. Twentieth, in case you're asking. <laughs> I was thinking twenty-one, just because I mean, you could drink, but twenty is good too. Okay. <laughs> Well, um, Anne, are you? A, would you say, call yourself a horror fan? I, I do like some horror movies. Um, I don't watch them extensively. We what are some of your favorite ones? I'm sorry, yeah. I couldn't hear you. I think. She's... Um, what, do you have any favorites that come to mind? Well, the we did kind of like a remake of The Exorcist. But it was a different twist to it. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. And let's see, Amityville Horror is another good one. Um, there are a couple, couple of that yeah. come to mind, actually. Yeah, we always like that question yeah, that's, that's because 
you'd be surprised how many people, you know, they're not a huge horror fan. And for some people, it's just a paycheck. And um, so it's always interesting to kind of hear what people, you know, if they've been lifelong fans or if it's just they're casual fans or whatever. I've always liked independent films, though. Mm, yeah. And it's it's really exciting to have these opportunities working in that area. Yeah, I think with indie films, you, <clears throat> I think you see more of the operation. You know, like some of the big studio stuff. You know, you just kind of show up and leave. And with with the indie stuff, there's so many people wearing so many hats. Because um, I think the the lead from Annika was also the director. Was that correct? Yeah. So, um, a woman. Her, her name is Rachel Hadassah. Mm-hmm. And she was a director and also the writer of the film. Oh, so she's a producer. Nice. Mm-hmm. And oh, I, was, wow. I saw like some of the, like one of the other co-directors was also he did some of the the camera work and right. You, know, you don't really see that on the big the big stuff. You know, you have a no. everyone is dedicated to their own thing. So it's pretty cool. I was involved in a uh, independent film about two or three years ago, and it's finally going to get released this year. But um, how exciting! It was just fun to see, you know, how many hats people were wearing, you know, in the smaller, uh, the smaller movies and stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. um, so I think Lena asked that one. So I think we'll go to Kayla. Why you ask the next <laughs> one? Um, well, how I know you mentioned this a little bit at the beginning, but how did you get involved with this movie? Was it one of the people that you met at the party that you went to? Yeah, actually, Rachel was at the party, and she's the casting director of a show that I was on. And she wanted me to be in this movie, and I, I play the role of Auntie Davina, her aunt who's a psychologist. How, how long did it, well, how did you meet her last year, you said? Yeah. Nice. And so everything was shot and filmed and released within a year? Mm-hmm. Man, that's and it went directly to Amazon Prime. That's that's really fast um, <laughs> for an indie film. That's that's really well, that's, really impressive. Yeah, I think so too. Too to see all the work that you did kind of turn around really quickly. I'm sure that must be satisfying. Yes, I mean it, it's great because I'm I'm a very creative person and I also work in technology. So this is my my creative outlet. I've always seen myself as an artist. It's nice when you can have an outlet and, you know, you might have a quote unquote day job, but then going to do something that's, you know, like, you know, this podcast, we're not retiring, you know, in Maui with some of these podcasts, (laughs) but we love the genre and we love obviously talking to people that are involved in it. So it's, it's always nice to have an outlet like that. Yes. So for the, uh, for the movie we've been talking about, um, how would you describe it to someone that's. You know, say they're flipping through this show and, you know, we, we mentioned the name and, you know, if you had a, you know, 30 second description or 30 second plug, like what would, how would you describe the film? Well, I would say um, it's it was based on the Exorcist film, but it, it's an independent version of it mm-hmm. um, that has a completely different storyline. Um, I know they have a description on Amazon Prime of the movie. Um, which you can see, but um, it's like a modern-day exorcism. And so it's actually, in California, it was filmed on location in San Jose and San Francisco, California. Yeah, I was going to ask, curious about some of the locations. Um, like at the very beginning when 
she comes up and sees you and your the boyfriend and stuff like that. I was wondering where that was, and um, so it looked like the locales were. I could tell California, but I couldn't, you know, pinpoint the cities, of course. Yeah, that was a park in San Francisco, a little neighborhood park of all places. Not anything famous. It wasn't Golden Gate Park or anything like that. Nice. That's awesome. And then That's we found really, cool. yeah, we found um, some really interesting backdrops and scenes in in friends' houses. Oh, nice! Yeah, well, that's really fun. That's really cool because everyone kind of gets to be a part of the movie, even if it's just a chair or something like that. It's uh, mm-hmm. everyone gets a part of it. That's really neat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would, you know. I don't know about y'all, but exorcism movies scare me the worst. <laughs> I, I think that was, I don't know. If you look at me in I that movie, that was I was genuinely out. freaked out. I, I, I mean, my yeah. heart was yeah. in my mouth, and I, I actually ran outside of the room. <laughs> wow. Oh, my gosh. I, I would do the same thing. <laughs> That's so funny. I had chills down my spine when all of a sudden the yeah. Satanic <laughs> voice came out of Rachel's mouth when she played oh for Annika. So, uh-huh. yeah, completely the, the, freaked me out. The sound, uh, the sound <laughs> on the film was really good. Like the background music and um, her, you know, if you want to call it demon voice or whatever, I, I thought all that was really good. Um, yeah. The background. She music. plays scary very well. <laughs> yeah. Well, I thought it was interesting that it was kind of a. Um, you know, like you're saying, it, it's kind of loosely based on the Exorcist or, or Reimagine, whatever. Um, th- it's kind of a, you know, it, it started out with um, she's talking to her shrink, and you know, they have that whole, you know, she thinks that she's in love with him, and he's like, no, I just, you know, you're a patient, all this kind of stuff. And so it almost kind of you, you're going into it, and it's almost like she's just crazy, and she does the whole crazy laugh and all that kind of stuff, and then. You know, they meet the medium, and then it starts going into like, oh, well, no, there's actually some a possession going on here. So I thought it was kind of cool how it mm-hmm. um, not really flipped it or anything, but it was just kind of going into it. You, you just kind of thought it was, you know, a girl with problems and all that. And then, you know, lo and behold, she's got some real problems. So I thought it was an interesting take on that. Yeah, I mean, it's it's interesting creative license to use on, on the film. I, I, I thought it was very very well written and we've gotten a lot of positive reviews about it yeah i thought it was a i thought it was um, a really good story someone wants me to do an anti-divina fan page i'm like how am i going to do that there's not a whole lot of a lot of stuff there there's some some stills that you know it'd <laughs> <laughs> um, be fun to put together were there any uh, challenges while y'all were shooting this, or was it pretty easy, like, to get all the scenes? Uh, it was, uh, there were some challenges in terms of availability and just coordinating, getting everyone together and figuring out, okay, we have X amount of time to do this. How are we going to do it? And, you know, it, it, it worked out in the long run. There are things that were cut out and edited out of the film as well. But I, I think it, it went pretty much like the way she wanted it to be. That's great. Yeah. Well, totally. That doesn't that usually happen. <laughs> I mean, it probably happens more on the indie stuff, but, you know, you always hear stories about, especially like the bigger movies about, you know, studio involvement and cuts and edits and all that kind of stuff. So 
you know, if it was pretty much her vision, that's, that's pretty good. I mean, there's a scene I had with my, my boyfriend in front of the priest where I, I made some comment. I was kind of surprised that was cut out. <laughs> but I, I thought it would be interesting what I had to say, but that's okay. <laughs> do, you have, do you have a favorite scene that you're in from the movie or a fun scene um, that you enjoyed shooting? It was interesting being in in the house. There's one of the houses in there. You'll see there's there's a woman um, who's completely freaked out about her, and she says, "You just don't seem to go away." And that was just fascinating the way it was shot, not just down the hallway, but through the very depths inside the house. And it just was so eerie. I mean, the, the hairs were standing up on my back. I felt cold. I was freaking out just seeing that before you can see a person, just the anticipation of fear of what's going to happen next in that particular location in San Francisco in someone's house. That's wild. Was that um, like the main house, like the house like where the ending took place and everything? Was that... Did was that like a crew member's house, or did y'all get that from a a list? Actually, um, there were two different homes. the The main home it was filmed in was in San Jose. Mm-hmm. So there were only maybe one or two scenes that were shot in the home in San Francisco, and that only had to do to availability of the owner. Yeah, mm-hmm. Gotcha. Um. So how long was the actual shoot? Like how long did just did it take you to to finish the movie? Um, it took us a couple different get-togethers. I'm, I'm trying to remember off the top of my head. It took several weeks to do. Just when I thought we were done, um, we needed to do like another scene over, or had to dub the voice of someone, or you know, do something a little different. Uh, I would guess it took about three or four times to shoot it. Hmm. So. Oh, that's really interesting. That's cool. Yeah. I mean, we're dealing with all, all of us are really creative. You can celebrate. And you notice that the tarot card reader is actually a man dressed as a woman. Yeah. Um, it took me a second <laughs> to pick up on that. Olga is amazing. <laughs> That's his, his screen name. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, well, did the cast and crew get to celebrate when the movie was finished or when it came up on Amazon Prime? Did you guys get a chance to get all together again? Not all of us got together because of schedule conflicts, but three or four of us did. Nice. We went out, went out for drinks and dancing and had a great time. Oh, that's so fun. That's yeah, fun. yeah, yeah. So for everyone listening, we can tell them to watch on Amazon Prime now. <laughs> that movie just grows on you the more you watch it. Mm. It's been a lot of downloads so far, and we'd love to have more. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yay, yeah. Um, so overall, I mean, what was the experience like just, you know, I I guess going from meeting someone at a party to, you know, now you're, you're talking about it on a podcast. I mean, like what's the experience been being involved with this project? 
Well, I've, I've had to be very patient because it didn't just happen overnight. It took over, you know, the entire year. Mm-hmm. Um, just periodically, I would get a call or a message saying, "Hey, we'd love to cast you in this film." I'm like, "Sure. What do you want me to do?" <laughs> <laughs> I'll be there. Great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's super exciting. I mean, there, there's um, one are, uh, to give you an idea. Um, there's a new one we're working on called Me and You Against the World, and some of it was shot on my house. Oh, that's cool. Oh, oh what yeah. was that like? That was that was really interesting. I was just hoping the neighbors wouldn't call the cops or something when someone started screaming. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like it'd be a great movie in itself. <laughs> It's a, compl- it's a completely different genre, and I actually play the part of an evil, villainous matriarch. I'm, I'm really a nice person, so it was really hard for me to be that mean. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome, though. Oh, I that's that's really- that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's excellent. Are there any other projects you want to tell us about coming up like that? I do want to hear more about your producing project. That's a, that's a producing project, Me and You Against the World. So I'm co-producing it. Um, There's a couple other ones that are in the works. Um, There's a a movie that uh, my friend who's a a writer and filmmaker, William Cardoza, is working on called Ice Cream Sunday. And that's like a science fiction, erotic horror film. It's like it's a combination of different things. And um, I actually play the role of a, uh, a, of all things, a French art collector and art dealer and I do a lot of these high society parties, um, and I've done a little bit of filming for that already. I've done some pre-production photo shoots for it. We've done some location uh, uh, hunting uh, in California as well, and I think that's going to be a really good film as well. But it's just it's a little slow, much slower in producing it than the other films are. Um, I mentioned the one that I'm, I'm co-producing is called Me and You Against the World. Um, there's a couple other films that, that we worked on together. Um, so I've, I've had quite a okay. few this year. Nice. <laughs> yeah, that's great. The year's off to a good start. <laughs> I, I really think so. I mean, this year alone, yeah. um, Two of the um, of the films got automatically released onto Amazon Prime. In addition to that, I was going to mention about Rachel Hadassah is that she's a very talented singer and musician. And in one of the films, she actually did her own rap music. Oh, cool! Yeah, nice. That's pretty fun. Yeah. Um. Well, mentioning Rachel, um, you know, since she was the director and everything, um, what obviously she's going to be a lot more critical of it because she was directing it and writing it and starring in it. Um, what is your? Um, how do you feel about the final product? Do you wish there had been more scenes? Like you were talking about, you you said something in one of the scenes and it was cut. I mean, do you wish more stuff was put in it? Do you like it the way it is? Like, which what's your overall take with the final product? 
I, mean, I, I love the final product. It actually was surprising because, as you understand, when you film things, they're done in different segments, and they're not necessarily done in chronological order. Mm -hmm. And so someone else um, you know, did all the editing, the finished product. I'm like, oh, my goodness. I had no idea it would turn out like that. And I thought I was in a supporting role. I had no idea I had a starring role in the movie. <laughs> but that was a surprise to me. <laughs> That's a good surprise. I'm like, That's I'm, not yeah. I'm not complaining. <laughs> I'm just saying it's, it's really <laughs> nice to have a surprise like that. So, yeah. Whenever you saw the final product, like, how did, did y'all watch it on a big screen? Or how did y'all watch the final project? I think we just logged on to our Amazon Prime accounts and watched it on a laptop or watched it, in my case, on my iPhone. Yeah. I have an Amazon Prime app that's what on I would my do. phone. Yeah. yeah, that's what I did. That's fun. Yeah, that's excellent. It turned out great. Yeah, I mean, the, the sound, the, you know, the color, everything. The dramatic effect. Um... Awesome. That kind of reminded me of something. Did you do? You, did you guys have like an actual premiere, or was it always intended to be a VO, VOD kind of deal? It was a VOD kind of deal, but we didn't expect that one to be selected or mm. to have it happen right away. Gotcha. Generally, it takes a little bit more time than that. Yeah, I've heard that Amazon kind of goes through a process, so, um, so that's that's pretty exciting. We're all excited about it, and everyone did such a great job. Yes. Um, well, let's see. We talked about your future and current stuff. Um, oh, I meant to ask, um, is, is that showing anywhere else besides Amazon Prime? No, not at the moment. Okay, gotcha. I know there's some people that don't have Prime just because of the upfront call so well i know that on youtube i think there's a movie trailer and i before that was created i actually created my own movie trailer and iMovie for it <laughs> oh cool that's awesome yeah that was fun that's awesome yeah um let's see um i think we're to the point um where can uh where can our listeners listen uh find you on social media um do you have all the social media sites or yeah, I'm I'm all over the map. I'm on Twitter, I'm on Instagram, I'm on Facebook. And I also, in addition to being on Facebook, my personal page on Facebook, I have a public page, which is uh, called Emerging Artists and Trends. Oh, cool. And that is my entertainment blog. It's like a personal blog I, I created a number of years ago. And mm -hmm. I create my own video and I've interviewed people. I post things about um, different things I'm working on. It's emerging artists and then an ampersand sign trends. Oh, that's perfect. Emerging trends. Excellent. You're welcome. And um, it, on the other sites, is it just your name or do you have a, a, a certain handle like emerging artists and trends? Well, emerging artists and trends is for my that Facebook page. Mm hmm. But um, on Twitter, it's Ann.Height, and same thing on Instagram. Okay, cool. Um, I might have just... And I also created a separate page for Annika the movie. I was just about to ask about the movie page. Okay, good to know. And I created a hashtag for Annika the movie. So whenever I write something about it or post a picture, I add the ha hashtag so people can find that. 
Nice. And that's just for people that don't know, that's A-N-Y-K-A-H. I had, had an issue with that, finding it on Amazon. <laughs> I misspelled it. Oh, sorry about that. So I was I just, I was going, um, I don't know what I spelled, but I couldn't find it. And then I went back to your email like, oh, she, she did put it in there. I guess I could have just read the email. <laughs> so. <laughs> You're so silly. Typical man, I guess. Um, well, cool. Um, well, I, th- um, I think that's all the questions we had. I, I don't know if we got, if we did 10 or over that, we kind of piggybacked off some of them. So I think we might ended up with like 12 questions. So, um, Oh, Hey, I yeah. feel honored. Yeah, it's awesome. Well, we appreciate you uh, reaching out to us. Um, Oh, we, you're welcome. We, My pleasure. We love, you know, talking with people from the big leagues all the way to the people doing it themselves. And, you know, like you guys were wearing all the different hats and, you know, just hustling and making it work. And, you know, it's, obviously paid off that you got it proved on Amazon almost instantly or Amazon instant. Is that what it's called? Whatever. <laughs> Amazon prime. Um, Amazon prime. Yeah. Yes. So, um, so that's awesome. Yeah. And then, um, maybe we can, uh, touch back, you know, down the road when you have some more projects out or more news to share with sure. us and we'll, we'll plug that as well. Yes. I would, yes. I'd love to. Well, congratulations, and we can't wait to see what you do next. Um, You just sound so um, brilliant and excited, and I know we're looking forward to seeing what you come up with uh, down the pipeline. So let us know for sure. I definitely will. I want to keep in touch with you guys. Awesome. Well, Anne, we appreciate your time. Thank you, Anne. And uh, we will be chatting with you soon. I look forward to that. Thanks. You have a good evening. You too. You too. Thank you. Thanks, Anne. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye.